0: Ken Fo, Ken Fo, how y'all doing? I know it's been a minute, and I've been trying to take care of some things. But anyway, um, today I am doing my first vlog. And I have my host with me right here, Andrew Hopak. Is that how you say the last name?
1: Havoc. but yeah.
0: Havoc. <laughs> okay. So he is the host of the podcast, and he is also the host at Joe's Underground. Some of y'all have probably seen them, some of the videos that I'm in, and uh, yeah, so we're about to do this podcast, and I hope you guys like it, and let's get into it. Now imagine, you are
1: tripping
0: absolute
1: dick on mushrooms. I guess I need to pick it up with my own butthole. <laughs> It feels like a magic trick because some people. Why are you asking such deep questions?
0: Fuck yeah. I can edit that part for me. Cool. Going up and going down. Um,
1: so I know your audience knows you and what you're all about, but I seriously doubt my you know, twelve listeners know exactly what you're all about. Um, so, how how would you like introduce yourself?
0: Like, well, um, I will say to introduce myself as a young man that's still finding himself. You know, and it's been a journey. You
1: would say young. Yes, 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 yes
0: I'm never going to get old You know It's all a mind thing with me Yeah So uh, Yeah, just a young man Just still finding himself You know And still figuring things out Right Now I know a lot of people say At this age You should have been um Figured out by now But that's what Society says Right You know Everybody's And what I learned to things. do that long as you're living, you're always learning and you're always supposed to be growing. Yeah. You know, and I'm not on anybody' time schedule. You know, I'm not on anybody's time schedule. I'm not on anybody' time frame. And right. that's one thing that I learned about life. You know, mm-hmm. like people say, society says, you're supposed to have this at this age you're supposed to have that at that age. Right. You know, I say identify who you are and um, yeah. just live your life.
1: Well, see, and I, long time ago. Come on, <laughs> This is Finn. He was messing with the camera. Um, a long time ago, when I was like, probably 15 or 16, mm-hmm. I was working at McDonald's. It was the first job I ever had. Okay. And um, it was just, you know, working the drive through working the cash register, whatever. It was 12 to 13 hours a week and I hated it. Right. And then I would see coworkers of mine because being that I was homeschooled, I was able to work different shifts than a normal teenager. So I was not on the same shifts with the other teenagers. Mm-hmm. I was with grown-ass adults right working the morning shift doing the exact same thing that i'm doing at age 45 and i'm 15 like you're still doing this huh and i realized that like it really life can just go wherever it wants to go you know like it just um nobody nobody goes at the same rate and nobody Ends up at the same place or even, you know, stays at a place that they're at once they've gotten there. Most of the time, it's ups and downs the whole way. Right, right. I know finding myself probably wouldn't have happened had I not gotten divorced. I was, Mm -hmm. like, totally content in my, like, just being whoever she wanted me to be for so long. And then, once I got divorced, I was like, oh, well, then who am I? Right. And had to figure that shit out. Well, still figuring that shit out, obviously. But. Right.
0: Well, that's the thing, man. Once you figure out who you are, what you stand for, and have purpose in life. Yeah. Once you find purpose in life, man, it's just kind of make your life complete. Yeah. You know? A lot of us, like once again, to size to says you need a man or you need a woman to be completed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need a partner. You need a partner. Somewhere to be or another, happy. Like now here's the thing: I strongly believe that everyone needs a some type of companionship. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with that. Right, but you should be happy with yourself. Right. Or learn to be happy with yourself.
1: At least outside of, like, a relationship. Mm -hmm. Because, like, nobody is an island. Nobody's going to be totally by themselves, you know, like, totally self-sustaining. We're social creatures in general. Right. And, like, you absolutely... Well, I suppose you don't have to be part of a community. I'm sure there are some people that just live out in the middle of the woods self-sustaining hunting i literally i've actually listened to interviews with a lot of them there's um a tv show i forget what it's called it's like finding alaska or something surviving, in the, woods surviving or something. the wilderness or something but there's a dude who just he just lives out there in the wilderness in alaska and it's freezing fucking cold all the time and he like interacted he had like had to defend his little hut that he built himself from, like, a pack of 20 wolves one time during the middle of winter, and, like, there's just all this crazy shit, and he just lives day to day, like, hunting, getting his stuff, like, never, like, no job, no money, no nothing, just you
0: versus the elements. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm not mad at him. Right. Right but for majority of people i think you still need some type of companionship mm-hmm. i think that's what we was all put here for you oh yeah even he went into town of, to find a wife <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> you need that you need some type of companionship so um, yeah i um i'm originally from auburn georgia
1: mm, okay
0: yeah and i left there when I was twelve, and moved to Miami. Um, on so, your
1: like living on your own or with? your No, parents?
0: I moved with my old girl, which is my mother. Okay. And um, yeah, it's life kind of started from there. Yeah. You know. So uh, growing up in Miami, yeah, it's just, it's a fast pace. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. You, you learned a lot, man. You learn how to survive. And, you know, and my mama, she wasn't in her right mindset at the time. She, you know, she was kind of out in the streets doing her thing, mm-hmm. you know. So, I'm a young teenager. They, they used to call me Georgia boy when I first moved down there. Okay. So, you know, learning the ways of Miami and... You know, the streets pretty much raise you. Yeah. Oh. Start hanging with the wrong crowd and doing wrong things. And
1: I don't imagine there's a lot of right crowds in Miami. <laughs> I, at least the ratio is way more wrong crowds
0: than right crowds. Yeah. You um, know, and I discovered down there, um, down there, they got more clits. Like up here in Georgia, they got gangs. Mm. You know. Okay. And when I moved back up here, I think I moved back to Georgia in like 2013, 14, somewhere around now. And then see that these fools still got them gains out here. <laughs> but um, I had a cousin tell me, he said, yeah, they don't got even crazy or not, man. He said the young generation just yeah, ain't got no sense. I can't There's- fucking
1: imagine, like... No code of conduct. Yeah, well, I am always, like, just baffled by the next generation and how, like, how insane it must be from birth having access to the entire internet, especially nowadays, especially the way it is now where you can get everything all of the time, just whatever you want to see it's right there in front of you whatever you want brought to your house you just tell it to tap like on phone. yeah it's insane and I know it's like not like a new take or anything but I can't imagine that's done the city of Miami very well either <laughs> or like if you're already in like a bad um, like mindset or area or whatever it is like Everything is just exponential now.
0: Yeah. Well, Miami has always been up to par with te- technology and stuff. Yeah. As the world goes. because that's that's like another tours vacation place where people go. Oh yeah. You know, but speaking of technology itself, man, you know, I say it, it's amazing how it don't grow, man. And how you can pretty much Create a whole new life From the palm of your hands Right Anything you want to learn You can learn it from your phone Yeah You know, back in the day We wanted to know something We had to go to the library And get a book Get a encyclopedia Yeah You know And um Now With technology It allows people to be Entrepreneurs Oh, yeah. Which is a good thing. So, I think... And here's my mindset about that, you know. And I'm still trying to freak it out. But I think anything is possible if you just learn how to spend that time. That same energy that you're using to look at flits or look at whatever. Yeah. You can use that same energy on how to better yourself. Right. anything you want to know... It's on the phone. I'm going to tell yeah. you, I will Google and YouTube
1: anything. Yeah. How do you think I learned to play those songs on guitar? Fucking YouTube. You just go on YouTube and they're like, there's always at least one person that's that like, break yeah, it down. I, really, I really like this song. It's really simple. You do these four chords and this is kind of like how you strum it. And that's all. You, it's like a four minute video. The video is just as long as the song, Mm -hmm. and then you know how to play the song now. It's insane. Amazing. I used to, when I was first learning how to play guitar as a, like, preteen, I was, like, 13 or 14, I think, when I started. It was, I mean, the instructor, he was good and all, but, like, he just only liked, like, bluegrass or, like, the eagles or, like, and it, it, not knocking the eagles, it's but just a fucking 13-year-old kid <laughs> trying to learn to play guitar for the first time, it's like, okay, but, like, can we do a like, exciting song? But those are all hard, so, like, right, it's not where right. you start out. Right. And then now, as an adult, I just have so much more patience for it, and, like, like you were saying, whatever you decide to put that effort into, you can just you know, you can get good at stuff. Yeah. Obviously, some stuff has physical limitations. Like, I'm not gonna... I'm trying to think of something I wouldn't be able to do. I don't know. I'm
0: probably... Well, I look at it this way. I think anything is possible as long as you're willing to put the work in. Yeah. A lot of people say... You have to be born with this gift and born with that. I don't believe in that shit. Now there are some people who are just naturally gifted. Yeah. At certain things. Oh yeah. And there's Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I also believe that anything someone else can do, you can do it. Yeah. Cause see a lot of times we doubt ourselves. Right. You know, and we tell ourselves, No, I've been one of them people. Yeah. You know, I'm not as smart as that guy. I don't have the knowledge as that guy or yeah. woman. I don't have the money or the finance. That doesn't That's, mean nothing. They're human just like you. Yeah. So if they can do it, you can do it.
1: It's that exact thing that held me back from comedy for years. Because I was watching, you know... Phenomenal comedians That have been doing it for decades Mm -hmm. And I was like damn Well I'm never going to be able to do that And it's It's putting the cart before the horse It's like You're looking at the end product there You're not seeing The decades of work that went into that The time, the effort And also Seeing people Who are not good at it because mm-hmm. when you l- watch somebody who's terrible at it, you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, well, I could do that.
0: Right. <laughs> uh, hey. And it's funny It's funny you brought that up, man, because um, in the process of finding myself, I always liked the comedy. Yeah. You know, uh, I did a few house jokes back in the day coming up, but it was just messing around. So, as of, uh was it, last year? I think it was last year, my first time doing comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I just said, let me give it a shot. Yeah. You know, so I did my first open mic slash professional in Atlanta. Right.
1: Yeah, I think I saw the video of that one.
0: Yeah, so um, that right there, man, it just blown my mind because I'm like this amateur I don't know nothing and then they put me up first
1: oh shit yeah oh yeah, shit yeah
0: so I went up there yes. and they, they still applaud me man especially being around a lot of black people let me tell you my people funny yeah you know <laughs> you gotta come with it oh I've noticed you gotta come with yeah. it yeah right and if you don't come with it they gonna sit there and at you like. Yeah. Mm mm-hmm.
1: yeah Mhm.
0: you know yeah but uh, I did all right for my first try. You know, they applauded me and everything. And one thing about the mind, I think the mind is automatically programmed to think negative. Mhm. So every day, it's a job that you have to feed it positive stuff. Right. Now I say that to say this. I was all pumped up about it and everything, and then. After a while, I'm like, okay, that was just a little one-time thing, and now it's back to reality, That's this shit will probably never happen, it's just not me, I don't have the time, you know, your mind will create all the negative stuff to make you not do some shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, let me tell you where I got my motivation from. Yeah. Because it's hard to motivate yourself. You, yeah. But, you, but you, you should always find ways to motivate yourself, but... I got one of my motivations from a partner of mine and he said that uh he's a truck driver. He said hey, they, they, they called me Miami. He said, Miami, what's up with the um with the comedy man? I'm like, uh I don't know, man. He said, When you going back on stage, man? He said, man, you did pretty good. I'm like, uh oh, you think so? Like, hey, man. He said you still need some work. You know, yeah. You're gonna keep it real, you know. Yeah, hey, you still need some work, but man, I think we did pretty good. When when was this? After your first set? Or? After my first set. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you know, you hear that, and you're like, um, that's, you know, life goes on. I'm working. Yeah. Then I hear it from another partner. Oh shit. So here's the thing: when someone tells you something one time, that's kind of yeah. like confirmation. Mm-hmm. When you hear it twice, that's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. You can't get no more confirmation to that. That means you need to do it. You need to get on top of it. You know what yep. I'm saying? So. I felt wow. the same way the first time I
1: saw you perform. I was like, God damn. He, <laughs> like, this is. Because it was at Joe's. It was like your second time doing it. my second time. And I was like, No way. <laughs> no way it's the second time. Like, your presence on stage is just already, like, larger than life. I think I would say, which is perfect for comedy. That's, like, where you want to be. That's, like, where Skyler is at with his whole, you know, mm-hmm. preacher thing. But it's, like, you know, um, preacher with an edge, you know? Right. And then um, yours is just, like, uh... Like one of those guys on Instagram, which you are, one of those guys on Instagram going like, hey, you should get after it, get going, like motivational speaker type of like, you know, right. you need to get out there and do what you're planning on doing. I don't know why you're sitting on your ass. Get out there and get yourself going.
0: Well, that's the thing, um, right? Um trying to find a voice for myself and also I feel like I can't cheat the crowd. Now, I'm going to back this story up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Comedy, right because one thing I learned about life you have to identify your weakness yeah be honest about them and then instead of attack uh, running away from them you need to run towards them Mm. a lot of us we run from fear we run from all weakness yeah so I say that um, well historically that's been the safer bet (laughs) So I said, what are some of my weakness? Okay. Uh, I can't read well. Mm. I don't like to write. Yeah. And I said, listen, with all these goals that you have, you have to read well. You have to learn how to write. Yeah. Okay. And this is all part of what I call um, becoming the best version of yourself. But it's another word. Um Self actualization. Uh, it's another word that I use. Self improvement. Mm, yes. Yeah. That's another thing I've been focusing on. Yeah. Self improvement. And basically the self improvement is just improving yourself in every angle. Right. Whether it's mentally, yeah, financially, you know, emotional. Yeah. So, um, my that, first sec. A lot of that stuff
1: overlaps, too. Yeah. Where if you start getting good at one thing, it improves on some of the
0: other areas. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, my first sec. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. My friend, who I call my brother, mm-hmm. the white guy who came in when I introduced him, that him and his wife came in.
1: I think I know who you're talking about. They was
0: throwing the darts. Yeah, okay. one of them was bald. Okay, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Who you're now talking his about wife that. came last night. Yeah, he wasn't able to come because he was working. Gotcha. So uh, they've been in my life for them since I moved down here. Okay. And they've been very, very, very supportive. Yeah. And when I was writing my first material. <laughs> Yeah. When you were writing your first material. Yeah. So when I was writing my first material, guess who helped me write it? Oh, nice. He did. Yeah. So guess what I used to do? Huh? Every other day. Just remember that. They used to put the kids to sleep. Yeah. I used to go in their front room. We go over the lines. Nice. They would sit on their couch. Yeah. I would stand in front of them, saying my lines. That's great. And we would go like, over it and over it. Yeah. And we'd shoot a video. Right. You know? And they'll come in, well, you should say this, or you should don't say that. Yeah. You know. Still that's really put cool
1: me- that they were just like constantly workshopping with you. And yes. That's awesome.
0: Yes. So after that, um, after he kind of helped me first write my first um, material, now I'm forced to write on my own. Because I um Like I say I don't care to write I know mm-hmm. how to write But Right I don't know how to write You yeah. know I don't know how to write material So Like I always do I went on YouTube
1: Mhm. How to write stand-up. How to
0: write Stand up comedy For beginners Nice Everything I do Or I pull up on YouTube Or Google I yeah. put For beginners yeah. Okay. So that way, it's gonna break it down for people right. like me. Yeah. And there's this one guy. He just uh, bald headed guy, pointed tail, and he just basically breaks it down, man. Uh, writing punchlines and all this other good stuff, man. And it's just inspiration, man. Right. And you you just learn a whole lot. And then I'm subscribed to a, a lot of dry comic uh comment views and stuff on yeah. YouTube Instagram yeah you know so I'm always watching different clips yeah I watch beginners and I'm watching what people do now the beginning of this year uh my truck was broke down okay and I say this is the time for me to get back into it right so for those first Two or three weeks I was just coming in Right Recording you guys Watching you guys Do y'all thing Right Cause I say You know what We're not finna just Run back on stage Because we ain't been Into that a while Let's watch And see What everybody else doing So I've been studying You guys man Yeah Watching your presence How y'all come up on stage How you guys uh, Control the crowd You know The energy and all that stuff, man, because like I say, I got a, i plan on being perfect at it. Yeah. And I know one, another one of my weakness is having eye contact with the crowd. Mm. You know, when to look at crowd, trying to figure out something to look at. Yeah. You know, and just tell your joke.
1: I don't know, like, because I've never really had performance experience until I started doing stand-up comedy but I've always just sort of been able to just gaze like just out into no out into nothing but enough like at a the just the right height where it looks like I'm looking at somebody but I'm not um, and then I absolutely love when the lights are bright enough and I'm up high enough to where I cannot see any of their faces because then <laughs> I'm just talking to whatever or whoever i don't even have to know if they're like if they're reacting poorly i can hear it Mm -hmm. if i need to hear it but i like looking at people's faces like joe's last night there was like a table of people in the (laughs) center there that i could just see directly into their faces and they were just looking directly at me and they were not (laughs) enjoying the majority of my material a lot of people were laughing but guess who i was focused on was the one table of people that I'm like, come on! You think this is funny? Right? (laughs) And then, um, so, yeah, I, I like it a lot better when I can't see the audience. uh, Um, because, same, like, the eye contact thing is just, you know, especially if I don't know them. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know you, and then, on top of that, like, it just makes me think that I should interact if they're, like, you know, talking straight to me. But, Mm.
0: I don't know. It's. i tell you. um, One tip that a lady gave me before I went on stage, because the show was at a 7, 7.30. But... I was there at 5.30. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, number one, it's in Atlanta. I didn't want to be late. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You,
1: know and you, you don't want to leave at 5.00. Because then you're definitely going to be late. Yeah. You might as well beat the traffic at that point.
0: So, I sat in the parking lot across the street, man, for almost like two hours. And then when it started getting close, I was talking to one of the comedians. And she's one tip she gave me, she said, uh, you don't have to do this all the time, but if it works, use it. She said, tell your joke to the person or people that's listening.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. That's like
0: so. If this person right here got your attention, yeah, you got a p- better chance on making them laugh. Yeah, and if they laugh, it's kind of like the yeah domino know, domino know effect. You yeah. Know.
1: See, and like last night, I would like I would I would be constantly checking on the people that were not laughing. But every time I was looking at them, I would go back to like, okay, well, what about you over here? And the you know. Mm-hmm. The whole, like, bar is cracking up. There was that one lady that was just laughing so loud. I, oh, Lord. <laughs> I love those crowd members. There's If there's ever Men, one tell of you those something. crowd members. I
0: told my cousin, I said, listen, talk about me all you want. I wish I could take this heifer to every set that I have. I know, right? <laughs> yes. I would take her to every set because you if can... I can get her to laugh. Yeah, yeah you get the whole crowd
1: anybody could get her to laugh too which was the good thing like it's just she was just the right amount of drunk (laughs) she was like loud ass laugh (laughs) and that gets other people laughing because even if they didn't think the joke was that funny you hear somebody laughing and you're like (laughs) and like it's just laughter is literally contagious Yes, and it's contagious to the point where like uh, like a virus is contagious it's like you have to have a tight confined space mm. where everybody <laughs> is all close together <laughs> and it has to you know go between
0: well wh- one thing i have learned about comedy and i'm still learning you have to find what works for you and what i mean what works for you it has to make the crowd laugh, right? So that's how I came up with the whole Kevin Hart joke. Yeah, because yeah, I, I get imagine. all the Kevin Hart jokes. Right. Yeah. So to the average person, they would take that as an insult, get all butt hurt. But you should embrace your flaws. Or whatever people pick at. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. And if you learn to embrace it. You figure out that it's not really that bad at all. Right. You can look at a lot of actors and a lot of comedians. What they do. Yeah. They embrace their Yeah, whatever physical, their you know,
1: thing is. Especially stand-up comedians. Exactly. That's like... I truly think that like, whenever you're going on stage well I don't know I mean obviously there are ways to do it but right. or there are other ways to do it but poking fun at yourself first is probably I feel like that's the best idea is <laughs> like having a joke about how weird you are or what you're about to do that's why I went with the weird owl thing last night cause ever, cause fucking EJ has said that like a hundred times probably called me weird owl and shit
0: right um and what that does is what I've learned is when you start with yourself first it allows you to open the doors to get on somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now,
1: the owner- You know that I'm joking.
0: Because exactly.
1: I and I've even attacked myself. No one is safe. Not even myself. And here is the rest of the set.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I said to myself the only bad thing... I'm going really call up a bad thing. You know, if this... If I ever... No, no. When I make it big... Yeah. Kevin Hart, hear that joke? Yeah. And then I meet him in person? And then we laugh together at the shit? Right. You know? Oh, I'm
1: sure. Because, like... <laughs> <laughs> he'd probably put you on his fucking show if he heard that joke. Exactly.
0: Exactly.
1: So, um you be on the marquee as not Kevin Hart. (laughs) Kevin Hart and not Kevin. Kevin Hart featuring
0: not Kevin Hart. (laughs) For real. So every day I'm figuring out better ways that I can better myself. Mm -hmm. So what I start doing is is I have a comedy book. So not only do I write my jokes in there. But I write down ideas. Mm, Yeah. Because that's what the guy on YouTube said. He said, Listen, even if it's just an idea,
1: write it down. Write it down. Write it down.
0: Yeah. Because if you don't, you will forget it. Right. Oh, yeah. Every time. And he said, Here's the thing. Even if it's just a topic, you write that one topic down. He said, You would be surprised. And this is the reason why you got to start learning to write and start to read more. You know what I'm saying? You'd be surprised how you can get a five-minute material from one topic. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, go ahead. I discovered recently, because I've got an iPhone, and I'm sure you could probably do it on your phone, too. It's probably just, like, fucking Alexa or whatever the Android version is. But I can call up Siri and be like, hey, Siri, take a note. And I have it set to the Australian accent. So she's like, all right, what should it say? And I go, you know, whatever fucking bullshit idea that I just came up with. And then she goes, all right, I've taken a note and it says and repeats back my shitty joke to me in Australian accent. And it sounds so much funnier, uh-huh. um, which may or may not be a good thing for the bits. I've been working on trying to nail down this stupid Disney loves deaf people joke forever and it's not like, <laughs> it's just not panning out
0: uh, yeah so another thing that I um, identified is with anything once you figure out who you are or what you wanted to do you, you have to have a tremendous work ethic yeah you gotta be hungry oh yeah you gotta put yourself out there and you have to always find positive in every situation. Yeah. I don't care how bad it may seem. Right. And I'm going to tell you something, man. And this is just some real stuff. And I'm going to get a little personal with you. Um, I wasn't expecting to get paid. Oh, for the show? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, let me tell you something. He gave me twenty five dollars.
1: Mhm.
0: And let me tell you something, man. That feel so fucking good. Yeah. Best twenty five dollars you ever made, is not it? You know why? Because you did that. Because I'm getting paid for a talent. Yeah. That I have. Yeah a skill that I have yes. versus, you know, well, some manual labor work or, well, you know.
1: to be fair to the manual labor, that's also a skill. You drive a big-ass truck and you haul shit from point A to point B. That's a very important skill and task. But
0: here's the thing. But it's not like comedy. <laughs> I'm not passionate about it. Right. Yeah. So when you get paid for something hey, you're that you're passionate, you passionate yeah. about, oh, man. You're like, wait a minute. Dude, let me tell you. Why haven't I been doing this the whole fucking time? Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. That it's amazing that. And then and here's another thing. Like I said, you always find positive that people will come to see you. Yeah. I had two of my cousins come away from Charleston. Yeah. Right. In Masters Week. Right. When the hotels are expensive.
1: Oh <laughs> shit So they like Stayed here Yeah For they
0: No they like, only stayed for a how, night But still Yeah but, This is Masters
1: Week Right
0: Everything gets sky hot They
1: even could get a hotel
0: Let me tell you something When I told her about it A couple of weeks ago And um She said folk, Is something going on I say, Ah oh, fuck I say, It's Masters Week And I say, Listen Yeah <laughs> <laughs> If you guys can't make it Listen Right I'm cool yeah you know there will be more there will be more yeah she said yeah I don't think we and then I get a test she said can't Fo we found a hotel we're nice. coming to see you hell yeah dude you know what the fuck that did to me yeah mentally I'm like man huge boost I gotta fucking break it
1: yeah well you brought it Yeah. You know? so yeah I thought last night was fucking incredible so everybody Appreciate did it. great and that Man, crowd was just awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And those I those CWA shows at Joe's have been nothing but success. It's yes, been phenomenal. Yes. And Same with going, the open mic at Fox's lair.
0: It's gonna get even stronger. So I said to myself, I say, Alright now. We're breaking out of all fears. Mm-hmm. And I say, Listen after Friday. You need to keep going There's no fucking stopping There's no fucking break period Right Do not You're not finna take some months off And Right Build up all this fear Again And Mm -hmm. You know You're not finna do that So what you're gonna do You're gonna get on the next Goddamn gig Right I say okay Well How can I do that So first thing came to my mind was The art bar yeah, and I'm still trying to plan that out.
1: Have you been an art bar? Never. Oh my god, it's so good. Gotta should, get there. We're going there Tuesday, right?
0: That's the plan. Okay. That's that's the plan. I'm still yeah. cuz I'm just getting back to work. Yeah. So I'm still trying to figure that out cuz like I say, okay. um if I try didn't... to take one day off a week, right? For yeah. me to follow my goals. Right. So if I take that Tuesday off, which I'm going to try to work out Yeah, and see, here's the thing. Sometimes I don't have to take the whole day off, right? Because if I get a load that's in my lane, when I say in my lane, it pretty much get me by Augusta, okay? And I can get home at a decent time, right? So if I can get a load that's in my lane, I can still technically work that day, right? Because I'm doing my ten hour break at home, okay. So, we're going to see how it plays if he has something good yeah, that's in my lane that I can still work. Yeah. But if not, I told myself, listen, that's the reason why I went full-time RB. Yeah. To lower my cost of living so I can do what I need to do. Yeah. You know? Just fucking take the whole day off. Right. So, if I take that Tuesday off, then I'll work Thursday. Okay. Know? Yeah, and that's fine like I mean I
1: would say because you've done Joe's a bunch of times Joe you know Joe's you've known it's that a, crowd it's
0: now it's time to most of the time
1: on. gonna be just us mm-hmm. at least for a week going to Art Bar is so worth it Art Bar has one of the best open mics I've ever done it's one of the only open mics I've ever done that's like mostly attended by audience members mm-hmm. and not performers Like, the performers have to, like, sit in basically what is, like, an entire other room because the, like, area in front of the stage is taken up by actual paying customers that are there to see comedy. Hmm. It's insane. Like, it's an actual show for the cost of open mic, which is nothing. So, it's a really cool environment. and You get the attention that you need. It's got them lights that I like where you can't see
0: nobody, so... (laughs) So another thing I did, you know, my brain is always storming. I say, what else could we do? I say, you know, Cassandra, half his thing every month. Right.
1: There's so. And here here's goes
0: the negativity. Well, all them guys are professionals, and he's probably booked up. Um, How do you know you can't get a five, seven-minute set in there? Oh, I bet you could. I bet all it would take so, is just asking. Hey Amen. Yeah. He said, Yeah, man. I text him. Yeah. Call me up. I said, This man, um, trying to, you know, trying to put myself out there. I said, Yeah, man, okay, no problem. I said, Yeah, we do this. Hey, yeah, come yeah. out there. I'll put you on first. I said, Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the, so I
1: mean, you've been to those icons shows. Those are good shows too. Like, right? Those are those are good crowds too. And it's once again, you know, people there to see and pay for comedy. So,
0: right? It's right. so I say, you know what? Now you are creating that work ethic. Yeah. You know, a lot of people have dreams and goals. But you have to say to yourself, how much time are you spending working on you? Right. And if you're not having that much time to work on you, then you need to create that time. Yeah. You know? So a lot of people want to complain, I ain't got the time, and I ain't got this. You got to change that mindset. Yeah. My mindset is, how can I get this done? Yeah. How can I make this work? Right. And once you start having a mindset like that, man, anything is possible. So I told myself, man, I say, you know, uh, it's all up the hills from here. Mm Mm-hmm. It's on and pop. So what was the, like, kick in the ass
1: or whatever it was that got you started doing stand-up comedy? Because, like, most people that have gotten in that do stand up comedy, I've never heard somebody say, oh, yeah, I just kind of liked it. And
0: just, there's always some sort of, like. What well, I'm going to be honest with you, right? Um, in a process of finding myself. Now, they say you shouldn't do this. And I believe them to a certain extent. But I say, you know what? Let me try out different things Mm-hmm
1: nothing wrong with trying so, out different stuff
0: One of the things that I'm trying out Is the YouTube fitness Right The other thing is boxing Yeah I wanted to do acting I ain't made time for that Yeah And then the other one is stand-up comedy
1: Yeah
0: You know So I said to myself One of these gonna break one of these is going to give right so I just have to figure out how to make it work for me okay because here's the thing once you get one of these doors open the rest of them open right you know it'll be that much easier so I say okay uh, I'm doing the YouTube thing you know and slowly get my subscribers up you know yeah uh, and this is all about networking man this is all about putting in that work yeah you know and you just never know what you ever heard of y'all uh,
1: networking as in just like talking to people yeah. just like going up to people and being like hey how are you doing like have yeah. you yeah, seen my shit actually plugging your stuff which I'm exactly. so terrible about, like, act- like in person or on stage or anything. I will always forget to be like, hey, listen to my podcast. Because mm-hmm. i always, it's that negativity like you're talking about. It's, oh, none of these people are going to listen to it anyway. Why would I bother telling them? They're just going to, like, ignore it. They're not going to remember the name. They're not going to spell it right. And they're just going to give up. And, like, I feel like when I think about other people... I think about how lazy maybe I am, and I'm like projecting that onto them. Of like, if I was looking for somebody's podcast, I might, you know, like type it in twice, and if I didn't get it right or like find it, I'd be like, all oh, right, well, I guess that's it. Mm-hmm. But even then, most of the time, I don't do that. Most of the time, I do, I'm like, okay, well,
0: where is it?
1: And like, I'll, you know, message the person or whatever it is and try and find it. So, like, even by my own standards, I'm.
0: Well. Can I share some information with you? Uh-huh. I think you're doing good. Hmm. What I think also you need... You need a YouTube. I have a YouTube. You got a YouTube? Yes. and um, oh, Are you active with it? Not super. Okay.
1: <laughs> I, uh, so, all that's on it right now is... Um, one of my stand-up sets, I did a bunch of fake ads for the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, those are all on there individually and then also the first six or seven episodes of the podcast are up there now my um friend and coworker christian has been kind enough to take them from audio files and make them a video file so that it can be uploaded to youtube which is really as simple as dragging and dropping my logo onto it and then hitting export but i just it's just so time consuming there's 36 (laughs) 37 episodes at this point. So it's listen. Let me tell
0: you something. Here's what I learned. No, we looking good by the way. Um when I first started doing YouTube, I was just making videos. Mm -hmm. My first seven videos had no music. No editing. No nothing. Yeah. It just echoing. And I'm like, man, how can I make it better? So I got a cousin that lives in Atlanta. He's very computer literate. He's like a little local wrap-up, dog. He's trying to make it big. Okay. And um, he was doing all my editing for me. Nice. You know, so I would pay him, you know. But then after a while, you know, he was like, hey, man, you going to have to learn this on your own because this is your thing and I'm gonna be busy. Yeah. Here go well, fear. You- I'm not that smart. That is hard. That yeah. It's this. It is that. Yeah. So, I had to tell myself to shut up. And yeah. sometimes that's what you gotta do. You gotta tell yourself shut up. Yeah. We're gonna do this in a way. Yeah. So I got on YouTube, went to figure out how to edit it, and then sometimes. The stuff that he was doing, he would try to tell me over the phone. Right. Some of the stuff I get it, some of it I don't. So, guess what I do? Hmm. I drive two and a half hours to go see to what get he's talking some about. Some five, ten minutes information. Yeah. And then, see, that's the thing. A lot of people want stuff. Right. But they're not willing to. To put in the work They're not willing to do Whatever it takes Right To get there Yeah You feel what I'm saying mm-hmm. Cause My thing is If you can't learn it By him telling you Over the phone If you can't learn it from YouTube Some people are just hands on Right You know Yeah So if you're more hands on Then hey You gotta do what you gotta do So there's been a few times That I Drove to Atlanta yeah. just to get some five ten minutes information. And because of that, you know, I learned to got better on my editing.
1: Nice. Yeah. So that's really cool. Yes. Um uh, but also like I feel like <sighs> that's one thing about like stuff all the really cool stuff that it gets made. All the cool shows and the cool podcasts and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. They have Teams. It's a team of people working on this stuff. Like, you don't have to do everything yourself. It's admirable. I'll give it that. And it is, like, you know, a good motivational thing. But at a certain point, like, that's why, like, hiring an editor is probably one of the, like top things that you could do for like a podcast or a YouTube page or something like if you can get a good editor that could make your shit like skyrocket which
0: oh it can I don't edit this but at see, all <laughs> so <laughs> but he, here's the thing they teach you cause I listen to a lot of motivation speeches too when I'm driving mm-hmm. and one of the guys that I listen to he said listen just start Mm-hmm. And the problem is with us, anytime that we're starting something new, we want to be perfect. Right. We want to do it right. Yeah. You know, we want to have all the twos. Right. But what I learned is start with what you got.
1: Yeah. You don't have to do zero to 60, you just got to do zero to something. Exactly.
0: Everything else will come long as you keep doing it. Right. Now, another thing that I discovered about my. YouTube is that it didn't have any thumbnails. Mm. Thumbnails are very, 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 <laughs> very important. Yeah. You know. It basically tells the audience if they're gonna watch your video. Oh about, yeah. You know. Yeah, I learned that watching so, porn. Exactly. <laughs> And I was just about to mention that. (laughs) If if you see a DVD and it says anal fucking or whatever, (laughs) you're like, hmm. Anal Acrobats fifteen. Yeah. (laughs) That cover itself, that's a thumbnail. Right. Now you're interested. Right. You know? So I had like a hundred and at the time like a hundred I got two hundred videos man What's I had it? like a hundred And sixty videos With no like, thumbnails No fucking thumbnails I'm Oh like, my fucking man, god Man I am not I don't have the fucking time Yeah I really fucking don't And I'm Just I'm still learning how Computers and stuff All that work man So I went to thinking I said listen Call your cousin Negotiate with him Mm-hmm. I say listen I got these many minded videos I need all of them to have a thumbnail all of them yeah we came up with a price we came up with a deadline by the first of uh, January of this year mm-hmm. they were all done so all oh, I yeah. had to do is just you know after that just maintain it uh, yeah. and that's something I'm suggesting that you should do thumbnails or well you, like well, you getting, need a thumbnail but all YouTube your old them. videos that you say you haven't made no um right. thumbnails or whatever yeah uh yeah man get pay somebody to um yeah catch up on all that stuff for you man because let me tell you it is worth it yeah it is worth it man you know in that that's traction. That's... I haven't even checked how many
1: views or subscribers or anything that I have on YouTube. I just
0: <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, man, with, I'm still learning to get my views up, man, and um
1: and I mean, when I say I have like 12 listeners to this, I am not joking. That's <laughs> like it's an average of about 12 a week, which means probably about 12 an episode or less. But like I do, I looked the other day, they have a little bit more detailed information now on the um, website that I use to upload it, Mm -hmm. and I have a listener in Australia, and I have a listener in Russia. Ah. No idea how, but okay. shout out to YouTube, shout out, Mike, and then uh, shout out to Comrade.
0: There we go. Okay. Well, how long have you been doing the uh, podcast?
1: Almost a year. Okay. Not quite, but we're we're coming up on it.
0: Okay. You haven't been consistent with it? Or have you been consistent? I was for a while.
1: I was every Monday for a good bit. And then start of this year, I kind of, like, started to fall off with it. And it has been drastically inconsistent. But I'm getting back to it. I'm building that momentum back up. Right. Zero to something, not zero to 60. I got to, like... Um... I have one to upload right now actually that I literally just have to finish typing the description and hit enter but it's that just in the wall all the time
0: well here's the thing man because it seems like you're going through some of the same stuff that I'm going through so um, time management is everything Um, having a to-do list yeah you know you hear it for years but it's now really starting to make sense to me yeah if you can see it you can achieve it yeah millionaires do it right millionaires billionaires everything that they accomplish or trying to do it's all written down yeah you know so what i've learned to do and still learning to do i have a um to-do list so i write down any and everything That I can think of That need to be done I don't give a damn If it's making a call to Andrew Yeah You know And Write it down I write it down Now here's the thing Until I Get my timer right I don't put no time on it yet Because my right. times Kind of fluctuate So What I do is When I wake up I try to go down by a list Here's they, t- they tell you don't start tomorrow unless you wrote it down. Something, this this white guy uh, that I be following. Don't start tomorrow. What could be done today? Unless it's wrote down. Don't start the week unless it's wrote down. Don't start the year until it's wrote down.
1: Hmm. So, like, you're basically like your plan or the to do list or whatever, yeah. whatever that now, thing is those are not
0: his exact words yeah. but you get the idea right and yeah. it makes a lot of sense because here's the thing when you wing life it just,
1: just you just slaps you in the face all the time yeah it slaps you in the face
0: <laughs> versus to you pl- um, plan the things yeah and people like stuff happens yes yeah, stuff do happen but here's the thing if you Got your to-do list, you're gonna always have room for stuff to pop up. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So here's another thing that I do. <laughs> Everything on my to-do list, if I don't get it done that day, I push it off to the next day. Mm. Yeah. And I just go down my checklist. Right. So that's helping. So another thing I'm trying to do, because I'm trying to be perfect with this shit. Right. Because my time management is fucking off. I ain't going to lie to you. It is bad. You know. Um, doing things by time. Right. Now, once you're able to do that, oh, fucking man. Yeah. That is awesome. Like, saying that I'm going to get up at this time. I usually know, just and- overshoot it.
1: If I. <laughs> I'm trying to schedule, like, time stuff. I just leave a lot of buffer room on either side of whatever the thing is and assume it's going to take a lot longer than it is. Right. Because I feel like that's the safer bet. But also, it, like, means that I'm blocking off, like, an entire afternoon for something I can do in 30 minutes sometimes. mm mm-hmm. um, but, uh, but, yeah, time well, management.
0: Well, one thing I have learned too, about time management... Uh, the guy was telling me, anything that could be done in five minutes, do it. Mm. And I'm like, what? Anything that could be done in five minutes, do it. And I say, what? <laughs> and I went to thinking about it, and it's a lot of stuff that we ignore. Yeah. A lot of times, your bed could be done in what? Oh, not five even. minutes. Yeah. You know. Right. A lot of times, the dishes, depending on how many you have, could be done Mm -hmm. in, what, five minutes. Yeah. You know? So, if there's something that could be done in five minutes, you get on it, and it will accumulate so much time, man. It's just amazing how you would.
1: For me, if I can put on, like, a podcast or some music or something... While I'm doing a task like emptying the litter boxes or doing the dishes or whatever it is, and I realize, like, man, doing all the dishes in the sink took me two songs, which is like six minutes. Ridiculous that I have been putting this off for how long? And yeah, so I definitely understand that too. That's yeah. a anything that can be done in five minutes. Yeah.
0: And we, we always put it off, man, and it's just like I said, a lot of these guys who I follow on YouTube, man, they just have a good way to make you just look at life. Right. A good way of just breaking stuff down. Yeah. And he's like, Wow, you know what? I never never looked at it that way.
1: Yeah. It's all about taking that first. So step. I lie to
0: you not. Every morning I get up, I make my bed up. Mm-hmm. Even if the room is unorganized cause I don't have time at that moment yeah at least the bed's made up that bed's gonna be made up yeah okay cause you know what if your bed is made up everything else will somewhat be kinda overlooked right you know yeah and then it's like a mental thing you know right you see your bed made up and now you want it kinda sticks of in your head yeah so it's like you know what I got to make time to come finish the rest of the room right yeah
1: yeah, that happened to me right before you came over here I was just like rearranging stuff on my coffee table and it turned into me like doing a whole declutter of like everything (laughs) around the house um which once again probably didn't take five minutes it was really quick it was just shuffling some stuff around and throwing Mm -hmm. stuff away that's been sitting on the coffee table and not doing anything for a
0: minute Another thing that uh, I had an issue with was uh, wasting too much time on uh, unnecessary BS, like Mm. internet. Right. Yeah. Just on the internet, like when I wake up, just wasting time scrolling, you know. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. But there's a time and a place for everything. Right. That stuff can take up a whole lot of time. And And it's a lot of distraction. And it doesn't make a difference how long
1: you're doing that thing. So, like, if you wait to do that thing until after you're done with all your other things, you still get the same amount of satisfaction from the doom scrolling or whatever it is that you would have gotten if you had done it the whole time, except now you also have all your shit taken care of. Like that's, for me, it's I have to force myself, which sucks, because it's what my parents always used to do, because, you know, obviously fucking parenting, it's like you gotta finish all your chores and your fucking homework or whatever it is before you play video games and it's because video games will take up however much time you have (laughs) so you gotta kinda like lower the amount of time that video games are like,
0: you know taking up or whatever well for me I said to myself and I'm still learning don't get on social media yet until it's time Mm. you know learn to pick a time to get on when I know I got stuff to do right because see I get easily distracted yeah you know I'll be doing some shit then this thing you know 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes. I'm like, damn, man. All I did was put the damn pillow on the bed.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. You know, so that's something that I have been bad at and I don't got a whole lot better
1: at. For me, it's turning the freaking TV on. As soon as I start watching something on TV, that's the rest of my day, basically. Like, I will just turn it on and just sit there and just watch episode after episode after episode of fucking family guy for like six hours sometimes. And like it just I don't know. Um, like even a lot of times I'll be like, I'll feel like wanting to play a video game. I'll have like just gotten a new video game that like I really mm-hmm. wanna play that. And I'll just be like, well, you know, I kind of want to smoke weed first and eat lunch or whatever. It's like a Sunday, got nothing else going on. I'm mm. Like, let me, you know, um, let me chill before I play this video game. And then I'll just fall asleep on the fucking couch and end <laughs> up <I'm> watching
0: <laughs> Hours of Family Guy. Yeah, man. So that, I, I kind of. Tell anybody to, uh, yeah, man, write your stuff down, man. You mm-hmm. would be so more productive. And that's not saying that you can't do the stuff that you like to do. Yeah. But if you have this stuff written down, it's going to make room for so much other stuff. Yeah. You know?
1: And I think for me, one thing that I feel like I should be doing is like making some sort of like permanent checklist that's like an everyday I should do these things yes. and then like you know on there would be like you know regular house stuff like you know the easy shit like brush your teeth which I already fucking do but it's an easy check off right it's like fun it's an and easy box to just oh cool free box um but then stuff like you know practicing the guitar at least for a little bit Doing something podcast related, whether it's, you know, editing and uploading an episode or like yes. coming up with an ad. Yes. Doing some sort of stand up related, you know, practice type of thing.
0: You know what i learned to do? Let me tell you. I've learned to break stuff down. Mm-hmm. And here's what I'm suggesting for everybody. Whatever you're trying to do, whatever you're trying to accomplish, no matter what it is. Seven days in a week. Mm-hmm. Okay? Let's start with seven days a week. 24 hours in a day. Right. All right? So whatever it is you're trying to do, first of all, some things could be done every day. majority it doesn't have to. Right. Don't overload yourself. Yeah. Break yourself into it. I hate to fucking read. I hate to fucking write. Mm-hmm. But I need those things to be better. Right. To be, yes. So I said, okay. Here's what we're gonna do. You owe yourself five days a week. Reading and writing, and I also want you to start a journal. Mm-hmm. So I started a journal about a week ago. Okay. Wrote like two pages. And so said, you're just
1: writing no. what well, hope,
0: happened that day. Mm-hmm. I'm just basically just how I'm feeling. What if yeah. that day or right. happened in the past? Yeah. You know, so I'm just, I'm new to it. So, um, here's how I break it down. Every day, the list is, um, you have to read for at least 15 minutes. Mm. Okay. Five days a week. Now, yeah. it doesn't matter which five days it is, you owe yourself 15 minutes yeah. of reading
1: now do you enjoy reading at all I mean I know you said you're not good at no. well, it and that
0: can be frustrating I'm well sure. here's the thing honestly I don't you yeah. know but here's what I learned to do
1: what do you read maybe you just haven't found the right book
0: well right now I'm reading um, Rich Dad Poor Dad oh
1: okay and yeah. it's a
0: good book mm-hmm. it, it is a good book You know, and it's it's interesting. It's 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 teaching me a lot of stuff. You know, and here's the thing: breaking out old habits. Yeah. Okay. You know, that old habit of not wanting to read, because I think anything is worth reading if you just read. Yeah, I think a lot of, um,
1: I think, and it's just everybody everywhere growing up. Like, reading has constantly, ever since it was fucking invented, been, like, started, just drilled into people's heads from a young age. Mm-hmm. And you just, like, it's forced on you constantly as a child. I was homeschooled, and I still got exposed to the, like, you have to read, blah, 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 and it just seems like such a chore. It seems like homework. It seems like, you know, you're making it something terrible by putting this whole stigma around it. And then, like, obviously, even even you are adverse to it. And I, almost everyone that I know, other than people that got into Harry Potter. <laughs> and, like, I learned as an adult that, like, you know... Well, I started when I was younger. My mom showed me uh, Stephen King books. And mm-hmm. I absolutely loved his books. Because it was, like... Okay. I don't know, it was just right up my, like, little emo kid alley. Um, and then I, at that point, realized, like, oh, okay, books can be, like, you know, cool and interesting. And actually, like, I would, you know, you say you're going to read for 15 minutes and you end up reading all afternoon because it's just got you captivated. Right. Um, but now it's, like,
0: audio books or where the fuck it's at. Well, here's the thing. I'm a, and I'm going to speak on that. For me, audiobooks is good when I'm driving. It's kind of like me watching YouTube.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know? Right. It's good to hear when you're driving, but you still, as a person, need to know how to read. Right. Yeah. And That's... know how to read good and learn how to write good. Mm -hmm. Because that's the only way you're going to get the skills. So here's what I've been doing. Uh, Getting into reading, I started reading with my eyes. Because you know the eyes are quicker than the mouth. Okay. Right? Yeah. Eyes are quicker than the mouth. Eyes quicker than the hands. Okay? Here's the problem with that. You're not teaching yourself how to read. Because now... When you start pronouncing these words
1: Oh
0: You feel what I'm saying? Right So Here go that fear again Well I don't want to read out loud Somebody might hear me Right Okay dummy You go somewhere where it's quiet Yeah Where no one can hear you Right You know So while you're washing your clothes While you're doing whatever Mm -hmm. Yes Yeah You know You might feel kind of stupid But Dude once you stop giving a fuck about what people think and, yeah. and get that negativity out of your head you are free yeah so when i start reading to myself now i can hear what i'm reading right and i can hear all my fuck ups yeah.
1: so have you ever um, thought about like getting both versions of a book get the audio version and the paper version and read along with the audio I feel like that could be a good idea like get the audiobook for Rich Dad Poor Dad and have it just going along with you and mm -hmm. I don't know if that would like you'd have to still be putting the effort in to be be reading with your eyes as well but it would give you all the correct pronunciations of everything as you're going and you'd be able to see and associate that word with the thing also watching stuff with subtitles on
0: Right, right um I um, uh, I think I seen one on um. I think I seen that on um. Matter of fact, you want to hear something crazy? Hmm. They have that whole audio on YouTube.
1: Hmm. For said, a rich dad poor wow. dad. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of audio books are that way. Yes. Also, there are apps, and I can't remember the name of any of them right now. But if you have a library card for any library. Mm-hmm. You can get this app and it's you just log in with your library card and it's got all the audiobooks mm-hmm. for the library that whatever that library has, which you know, it's digital, it's an audiobook. So I feel like that's pretty much anything that's out of copyright, maybe even some stuff that's still copyrighted that right, just is in a library.
0: Um well, you know what? Um I'm always open to learn new stuff. I don't just shut stuff down because you never know what you can learn from it. Yeah. So I, I think that might be something I might consider doing. Yeah. You know, doing both. I used know? to think, and, yeah, that fucking
1: negativity monster, I used to think, like, I would <laughs> never be able to, because I was homeschooled. I did not ever feel smart or intelligent in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. I always thought that, like, I was just behind the curve no matter what. And, um, I didn't really get into like cool sciencey shit until I started watching like space documentaries on Netflix, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> you ever watched a space documentary? That shit will blow your fucking mind. I watched a
0: few of them. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm into stuff like that, and with the planet Earth and mm-hmm. nature and animals yeah. out there surviving, and
1: yeah, that's um. Actually, what got me into Joe Rogan's podcast was the scientists and stuff that he would always have on there, which now is (laughs) few and far between. And then when he does have a scientist on there, it's always about something controversial because he's got to have a take on it. Um, So anyway, I feel like feel like we've got a lot of good stuff here i feel like this has been a really good episode and i've been ending them very similar way or almost the same way and that is what is something that if every if you had the ear of every single person on the planet mm-hmm. what would you want to tell them what would you want to say to everyone it's like a piece of advice or like a, you know
0: just some motivation or something well I would most definitely tell the world to, um, anything is possible. Yeah. Anything is possible. Um, don't doubt yourself. You got the whole, you got all you need in the palm of your hand. Anything that you want to learn how to do is in the palm of your, in your hand. If you want to learn how to do a different sets positions, (laughs) they have Google and YouTube. Somebody's going to show you how to do (laughs) sets in a hundred different positions. Yeah. You know. For free, too. For free. Yeah. You know. Um, Another thing. Take chances. Yeah. Take chances you would never know what you're capable of until you take chances and challenge yourself that's another thing take chances and challenge yourself if you don't challenge yourself you would never be the best version of yourself you would never know what you're capable of you know so that's one thing that i have learned to do and i'm still learning to do um another thing is um Attack your fears. Yeah. Everything that you fear of, think of what is the worst thing that can happen. Yeah. Just like with comedy. Yeah. The mm. worst thing that can happen to me is...
1: Will Smith comes on stage and slaps the shit out of you. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and that's already happened to one of us. Exactly. So... But the most part of it, you get boo. Mm. But a lot of times, a lot of us... Won't do stuff because we give it too much energy. Yeah. We put life, death, energy in it. Yeah. And then once you do it, you be like, that ain't all that bad. I'm still alive. But I don't gave this fear so much energy. Yeah. Life and death energy. And it's not even that serious. Right You know So Write all your fears down Attack them Run towards it Go towards it Don't run away from it Get out of the midst of it You know Challenge yourself Whatever you weak at Challenge yourself I told myself And I know you want to wrap this up That um, One thing that I'm weak at Is Being more Mechanically inclined Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that is something that every man should have. And that's not saying he gotta be a diesel mechanic, but he needs to know how to work some tools, mm-hmm. learn how to use his hands, at least the basic stuff. Oh, yeah. Because when you start dealing with the real world, yeah, the real world will fuck you. I has come to your car, yeah. Come to anything the electrical around right. the house, yeah. Oh yeah, you got this problem and that problem and this, that and that and that and that. Right. And they would tell you, and, and 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 they would come and and work on your shit, and would spend all these hours on a five ten minute job.
1: Right. Yeah. One of the most important things I ever learned doing construction work is that all this stuff that we have. Mm-hmm. is made of other stuff and you just have to put that stuff together you just need right. something harder than this thing and then you can cut through it or drill a hole through it or you can you know put a wire in it or whatever it is all this stuff is just made of things that you can manipulate with your own hands and you have the power but right. like you can manipulate your entire world that's one of the things that humans are phenomenal at. Have you seen cities like roads, trucks, cars, all this shit is just stuff that somebody thought of and then we work together to figure out how to do it and what tools we need and what materials to gather and put it together.
0: And it's Oh, glad you brought that up. Imagination. Yeah. Um what's that guy name? The smart guy that with the hell? Einstein oh okay yeah Einstein said imagination is the creation of everything or something like that there but in a way um basically if you can think it then you can do it mm, yes everything that we have here today is because someone thought of it
1: uh, it's imagination. Well, this is at least one of them. It says, Imagination is more important than knowledge, for knowledge is limited, whereas imagination embraces the entire world, stimulating progress and giving birth to
0: evolution. Exactly. Yeah. So use your imaginations, learn to be creative. They're just like the Wright brother said hey, we want to learn to fly. Yeah. People thought they was crazy. Oh
1: yeah.
0: You know. Um uh, somebody said they got tired of driving from New York to California. Yeah. We tied around these horses. Mm-hmm. We got cars now. Yeah. Someone was in the house on the phone and said, Damn, I sure wish I could take this phone outside. Yeah. We all got cell phones. Yeah. You know.
1: Somebody invented so, the flamethrower by saying Man, I wish that guy all the way over there was on fire. <laughs> Somebody had to have that thought. They were like, man, how do I set him on fire but some from far enough away that it's not going to get me?
0: Exactly. <laughs> and one last thing before you wrap it up. Identify your gift. Now, I'm not spiritual or nothing, but the creator has gave us all a gift Mm -hmm. identify so people say what is my gift how do i identify your gift is something that you're very good at that takes the least effort
1: i think you're on to something there because my first thought when you were saying that is that like maybe it's not so much that like you're Like, it's not so much that I'm, like, extra talented at stand-up comedy. It's just that that's the thing that I can try the hardest at without Mm -hmm. feeling like I'm trying the hardest at it. Because everything else feels like so much effort and so much work, but putting in effort and work into comedy feels good. It feels fun to me. So that means that I have the ability to put more into that than a person who's, like, can't stand it. Exactly.
0: If you good at frying chicken You need to be frying chicken mm-hmm. If you good at singing You need to be singing yeah. If you're good with your hands And you love it You yeah. need to be doing something with your hands Right You know I'm good with jump roping Yeah I'm not the best But it's like a natural thing that comes to me Yeah You know And it doesn't feel like work. Identify your gift and always Try to level up Yeah You know So once you Identify your gift The pay And all that other stuff It'll come Mm-hmm. It'll come Yeah You just gotta be patient You know But once you Identify your gift See we spend too much time Cause society tells you that You need to go to school Go to college Get a degree This and that Ain't nothing wrong with that, but there are too many people with too many degrees and ain't got no damn job.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know. We need electricians.
0: (laughs) Identify your gift. Your gift will make room for you. Yeah. So, if you like doing comedy, you know, then that's what you need to be doing. So,. I'm gonna leave
1: it at that, man. To identify your gift. Deep. Kill your own Yeah. But if it was really that secret, you wouldn't have heard about it.